Welcome back and welcome to 2019. Woo woo, 2019. You're listening to the Quest for 100, episode six. Six. We've done it. Our goal of six is great. Yeah. We've we've accomplished that. Now on to seven. We're 6% the way to (laughs) 100. Yes. Yes, indeed. Well, uh, this is Brian here with, with my partner in crime, Justin. Hello, everyone. And uh, we're back. New year, new us. Yep. Yep. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> We've already got an audience. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, listener 2. Listener 2. Decided to pop by for a second. Throw, yeah. throws, we're not, we weren't prepared for that. We weren't at all. It, yeah. it totally spooked us. Well, um, you know, so we typically start to show off with our, our since, since last time and, and, uh, not a whole lot of information on the fans. Um, I do know that uh, Listener X has not listened to episode two, which is not a good sign. <laughs> well, not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. And I I genuinely think that, well, if you're listening to this right now, you are, you are either dedicated or you just came on board, which I'm fine with either option. Yeah. But we have gotten better after, uh, each week, and, and I think that's, that's worth listening to. I, I did so. mean to ask you about... Uh, in podcasts, do you normally catch the people up or do you expect them to listen to all the episodes? Because, you know, we have a very kind of formulaic setup yep. here and, and, you know, people may not know how all of our different topics well, work. I will say certainly uh, in the start of a podcast like we have, we probably should spend a little time <laughs> just going over what we're doing uh, and what we like to talk about just so you're you know, not caught off guard. But uh, so I would say yes. Yes, we should do that. Mm. So I'll, I'll do a little bit of that. So we, uh, if you're just tuning in for the first time, uh, interesting topic today. Uh, we usually pick a topic. Uh, this week we are talking about video games, uh, which has a, a large amount of uh, discussion topics that we can go over. But we typically like to focus a little bit on some current news uh, related to the topic, and then we, uh, you know, like to bring a little bit of information and knowledge to to the group. Um, and then, you know, Brian and I typically have some uh, friendly uh, and sometimes heated debates uh, about uh, everything from serious things to ridiculous things. If you want to listen to the last podcast, that was probably our most ridiculous debate uh on on new year's just leave you thinking yeah that, that's the goal leave yeah. you thinking yeah uh and and you know going back to new year's and, and how we got to this video games topic uh you know we you and i spent new year's together we did playing video games we did it, it's crazy how the topics it, just roll together it just, it just ha- we didn't even plan for this no. but it it we played video games and it was we played some Mario Party, yeah, uh, and it was everything I wanted and more. Just, Justin asked me what our topic was going to be for the week, and I said, "Well, video games, right?" Because <laughs> I thought that he had planned it. Nope that that was the next topic, and that's what we were doing on New Year's. And nope, not at all. Total coincidence, and I love it. And we weren't the only two people together, so yes. that's, you know, let's preface that we yeah. we don't spend all of our time <laughs> we, just together. As much as I want to, Brian, sometimes, you know, we need other people there. J- 
Justin's wife was there. Yeah. Uh, another friend was there. So uh, the actually, we were at the other friend's house. So yep. very, very kind of him to host <laughs> us for yes, a, a rager on oh, yeah. New Year's. But I did stay up. Yeah. If you've listened to the last podcast, Brian is part of the 12% who do not stay up. Well, not I don't... You just don't care. Stay, I just don't care. Yeah. Right? You, yeah, that's fair. That's but fair. but well, you did, I mean, you did have some comments about how uh, being from the East Coast mm-hmm. and how almost anticlimactic that the West Coast oh, feed was. Yeah. It's it's terrible. Yeah. I mean, you watch it, and I, we talked about this a little bit too, but, you know, when you watch, we're watching The Needle here in Seattle, if you're anywhere else in the country, if you're on the East Coast, you're watching or, or in that um, Eastern time zone. Or whatever that time to, east, yeah, Eastern time zone. I don't know why I questioned myself there, um, but if you're on that side, you're watching New York. But over here, it's just, I mean, we have at least have the needle, and that's not great. But I don't think I did at. notice that the after party celebrations mm-hmm. were from various. It wasn't just New yeah. York, so I can't remember which one I tuned into once I got home. But they were replaying. Yeah. Um, the New York feed or Eastern Time Zone feed, and I think they had New Orleans and they had a set in California. Mm-hmm. So you you did bring up, you know, why don't other areas have these performers following their yeah. shows? And really, it was because they're all based around the East Coast time zone. Yeah. I guess it exactly. It seems and like. I'm so, sure that you know, in the middle of the country and all these other time zones, that they're doing stuff. It's yeah. just it's probably equal to if not a little less than what we saw with the space team, yeah, yeah. which for those who aren't from seattle and are listening to this just was fireworks that came out of our space needle so but you know what new year's is not the topic today and we are talking about video games so um well actually you know what before we even get into that or i guess that what was that our last our our since last time yeah i already that, screwed that, it up that, I usually do this at least once a time, so I, I'm checking the box for screwing this up. But, okay, so since my last time, aside from us hanging out, uh, actually yesterday on New Year's Day, had a little extra time, um, and uh, I ended up, you know, turning on Netflix, you watched some shows, whatever, and there was a Netflix show, I don't know if you've heard of it, called Bandersnatch. Oh, uh, Okay. Okay, so you have yeah, heard of it? I've heard of it. I haven't watched it yet. Okay, so... And and that's actually, if I... Forgive me if I'm incorrect, but that's actually where I thought our delusional thinking was coming from today. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah. Actually, another coincidence, so we'll, we'll get into that, but... Um, I... Somebody was talking about it the other day. It just, just came out, for those uh, who don't know, um, Bandersnatch is a uh, kind of a subcategory of um, Black Mirror. For those who have watched that on Netflix, it's Black Mirror. If you've watched it, you'll know. But it's it's one of those ones, in my opinion, that you can't watch more than one or two episodes a night because it just messes with your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, Bandersnatch is no different, except it takes it to another level. Um, and what it does is it's. I, I don't know if it's the first of this kind. It's certainly the first on in, on Netflix. Um, but it's a it's a movie that you as the user guide the destination yeah. of the choose your own adventure. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's a choose your own adventure. And I thought this was actually you know not only was it what I did yesterday, but it was fitting for our topic today because um, 
the premise is, uh, it's, I think it's 1984 and, um, or early 1980s, and this guy is a video game developer, and he's developing uh, this new game called Bandersnatch. And the game is based off of a book, and both premises are that um, he's creating this game that essentially you have all of these different choose-your-adventure you know, options along the way. Mm-hmm. This is a pretty common thing for, well, I wouldn't say common, but a lot of games these days have this type of thing where you're kind of choosing your own path. Um, but not, not in the early 80s, though. That's interesting. Not in the early 80s, yes. And I don't, actually, I don't know. I'm guessing this is not a real story. But there was, you know, in the, in the 80s, there, there might have been, uh, games that were starting to come out like that, if not that actual game, I don't, I don't know. I don't want arti- to. I don't want to assume that that game. Yeah, is that's not our real. topic. Yes, all right, all right. but but that aside, um, the you're basically cho- you know I, this isn't a spoiler, but you know the first choice you get like the the controller like I watch it on Xbox. Uh, if you didn't have Xbox you, on Netflix, you probably your remote control. Uh, it'll like vibrate or whatever, and then it's like, and then two options pop up, and the first one was like, okay, it's it's you know it's morning, whatever, and and your dad asks you, hey, do you want to eat sugar puffs or you know cornflakes or whatever, and so you like choose, and it's just like very simple. There's some simple ones, and then there's some like really like, oh my gosh, I don't I don't know, like this is, and you have ten seconds to decide your path, and then that path will then take you through this journey. Um, you know, one decision that you make earlier in the movie, you know, might dictate how your game gets produced at the end of the movie or mm-hmm. how it doesn't or everything else in between. Um, and, you know, this is a little bit in the news, too, because this is a lot of people are talking about this now. And I'm really happy that I ended up watching it. So homework, watch this. It's, okay. You will you will at least appreciate it for what it is. Um, but apparently there is. Uh, so they say it's a 90 minute experience um to like watch the movie or interact Mm -hmm. with the movie there's about five hours of footage wow yeah so that's you can i think i spent probably two and a half hours watching it with uh my wife um and you know you can kind of go one path and then sometimes you have options to kind of go back or if you if you failed in some way you can go back and kind of explore some of the other paths um, but I thought it was interesting. One of the articles I was reading about it said, I, I think the developers of it um, through Netflix were saying that the um, uh, there are some scenes that almost no one will see. Really? Yeah. It's like so, so much of a hidden gem within it. Like you have to, it's like one in a yeah. Yeah. million chance or one in a hundred thousand chance that you click all the perfect all the options yeah. to get that thing. Interesting. Um, and they said that like when they were talking with the developers and, and producing it was like, they were like, are you, are you comfortable with that? Like, are you comfortable with us spending money on footage that probably won't be seen? Wow. And they were on board and I, I just, it's such a cool concept and I want this to happen more. Um, you know, I, I talked to a couple of people today that watched it and there was kind of mixed reviews. I thought it was fantastic. I mean, sure, you know, acting aside, I, I'm thinking more concept wise yeah, yeah, and yeah. I just, I loved it. I mm-hmm. loved it. And I love video games that are, that are kind of, you know, um, you know, role playing, but also, you know, choose your own adventure is kind of cool. And this one, this one was really well done. So yeah. I, I, I hope by the next podcast we can discuss a little bit more about it, um, and your, your take on it. But I, Highly recommend. Yeah, when I had, when I had heard about it, 
that's immediately why I thought our delusional thinking for this week for video games was yeah. surrounding this because I thought you'd already watched it. Nope. Nope. Again, another wow. random coincidence that's just meant to be, Brian. Wow. We were supposed to talk about video games wow. today. Why don't we jump right in to a little bit of news? In the news, I found two video game, you know, news bits. Um, one that I was like, well, this is kind of lame, you know, um, end of the year, kind of low hanging fruit, easy. Yeah. What was the best selling, you know, game from last year? Yep. Not really that surprisingly, Super Smash Bros. Uh, Ultimate mm-hmm. um, was Amazon top selling game from last year. Okay. Um, that was one piece of news that I found. Yeah. I don't really want to go into detail about that. No, I mean, but I, I think with, uh, you know, without getting too much into it, like you said, I think the, um, what is it, the the Switch, the Nintendo Switch, yep. um, and, and Nintendo in general has always been a family-oriented system. Um, and so, you know, that's a, a family or friend game that, that makes a lot of sense why that's so popular. Yeah. yeah. Now, my, my hard-hitting news of Ooh, the day. Here we go. Soldier Boy. You know it's Soldier Boy? Yeah. I'm confused already. <laughs> I haven't heard that name in like eight years. Did you know that one, he had a gaming console that came out in December? Soldier Boy yes. had a gaming console? Yes. Yes. No, I did not. <laughs> Soldier Boy had a gaming console. Uh, unfortunately for Soldier Boy's uh, let's see, Soldier game console. Um, okay. It was uh, about two hundred dollars. It's already gone uh, off store shelves, if it was even in stores, <laughs> but it's not for sale anymore. Sure. Uh, essentially, if it was a emulator, uh, it had over three thousand built in games, and there was a lot of controversy over how he was even legally doing this. Yeah. Uh, and and now there's potentially he's going to get. <laughs> I'm sure he's getting sued, if yeah. not already sued. But I thought that was an interesting piece of news from the last month that Soldier Boy, one, had a gaming console, and now it's already gone. I... Apparently, he it was also... Um, so he had like an actual console, but mm-hmm. then he also had a handheld uh, gaming console as well. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> this isn't lining up in my brain right now why yeah. this is all happening but i mean emulators are pretty common um you know most mostly they're you know probably you know but i don't know how many emulators that are like actual consoles are out there yeah i don't know and uh um, so apparently this had 800 built-in games and th- uh, on the actual console. If they're actual and, games, there's no way he owns the rights to all no. that stuff. And so, then the, the handheld was 3,000 built-in games. That's just crazy. Yeah. Uh, so not surprisingly, it's already gone. Yeah. But I bet, you know, and if you're listening to this podcast like 10 years from now uh, and you, you hear this bit about soldier boys console i bet that console in 10 years is going to be worth like thousands of dollars oh yeah yeah it's going to be like i mean if you could have gotten your hands on it if you could have gotten your hands on it and you have all those games yeah that's a pretty cool console yeah oh yeah it's obviously not legal (laughs) yeah so that's why i don't understand how we can even have a console 
that's just, that's wild. That's I I would have never pegged or aligned that um, with Soldier Boy, but yeah. So he does more than just music. Okay. For you. <laughs> oh, that was bad. That's bad. <laughs> um. All right. Well, uh, what are we? Oh, oh, okay. Well, we have shared the news. So typically that means we're going to drop some knowledge. We're going to reverse the order this time around, but, um, Justin's the stats guy. I'm the history guy. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm going to start with some stats and you give us some history. Um, you know, I had a couple interesting things, and, and we'll talk about some of this stuff as we go. But, um, you know, some of this I, I just thought was interesting numbers, uh, certainly with the U.S. But uh, in the U.S. alone, 64% of the general population are gamers. Okay. Uh, I would like to touch on that because I think that gamers has a not necessarily a negative connotation. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's associated with like laziness, laziness yeah. and sitting back and like, mm-hmm. Oh, I play video games and all that other stuff. It's totally, I mean, there's, yes, there is certainly an aspect of that. Um, but it's, it's a new era now. And I think one of the biggest things, um, you know, and, um, this is actually interesting with, with developers is, um, consoles are just one little piece of this whole pie yep. and, and pc and mac are just another piece of this but yep. but mobile phones and smartphones right, right. that's where like they grow i think every year it goes up by a couple percent um, yeah, sure. of people who are on it and you know my wife for instance um you know plays a lot of you know i don't know if it's candy crush or stuff like that yeah. um which i i could never really get into those games but I love, you know, true video games like on TV and, you mm-hmm. know, or a console. Um, but that's where, you know, gamer, the gaming industry is different now. Like yeah. you could be a gamer by just playing it on your phone. Yeah, it'd be interesting to know what they're specifying as a gamer because is your wife who plays Candy Crush, is that considered a gamer? I would or, say yes. By, by I, their logic... I would think that it would be even more than 65%, but maybe not. I'm Well, I think it I mean age, I guess. Yeah, age is a big thing. There's a lot of there's a lot of But I know a lot of older people who play Candy Crush. Yeah, that's fair. My uncle plays Candy Crush all the time. Yeah. I think my mom plays some games as well. We used to play uh was it that word game where you could I don't know. I don't remember what it's called. It's like word searches and like Words Scrabble. Yeah, where's his friend? Yeah, that one. So, but yeah, anyway, older, they, they do play it. But I, according to this, they say 64%. I do think that that includes, um, I think that includes um, phones. But uh, a couple other stats. So uh, on that related, so 53% of, of developers are making games for PC and Mac. Uh, and 38% are making it for smartphones and tablets. Mm-hmm. Um, and only, I mean, I say only, but it's still a pretty big percent is like 20 to 25% uh, each uh, for PS4 and Xbox, like your two main consoles. Um, so, but it is, uh, when I saw this, that was actually kind of, you forget about the smartphone industry, mm-hmm. but it's ginormous yep. and everybody has a smartphone. So that the odds of people playing games on it and, and, and honestly, I mean, it all is revenue generators. So, you know, whether it's a free app, the in-game currency or whatever that you're paying, like it just, 
there's so much money to be made. Ads and yeah, all that exactly. kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah, so that was that. And then uh, the most popular game on PC is League of Legends. So I don't know if you've heard of that one. Um, that's I I personally was never one that got into that type of stuff, but um, but that is like that and like Dota and there's some other like ridiculous games that are that can consume your life. Mm-hmm. Um, esports, and, yeah, yep, yeah, big money in those too. Yeah, and speaking of esports, actually, uh, I think it was last year esports uh, brought in about 655 million in market revenue, which is wow pretty crazy and and you know it's still a small player in the sports world and i think that's that's you know not that we have to debate it but that is a debate that a lot of people have is is esports a sport Mm -hmm. um and uh i would i would argue and say it is it takes a lot of skill and um you know it's just different skills um but there's money and, and people are people are watching so but yeah that was those were some of some of my stats so we'll we'll uh we'll go Go a little history for for video games. So in, in 1952, uh, British professor A.S. Douglas created an X, oh, excuse me, OXO game, basically tic-tac-toe. Okay. Which was kind of the first thought of a video game. This is in 50s? 50s. Wow. And, and this is, you know, back in that day, that was all... Uh, on computers in, you know, massive size computers in like installations even, and all yeah, that I'm kind trying of stuff. to think in the 50s, what were even the computer like? They were those big room ones, but even the big room ones I thought weren't until like the maybe 70s. Yeah, that's it, wild though. Anyway, continue. It, it says it's a uh, he did it for his doctor doctoral dissertation. So nice. Uh, we move a little bit farther along. Um, Ten years later. <laughs> Uh, Steve Russell at MIT uh, developed Space War, which was considered the actual first video game um, that could be played on on you know multiple computer installations. Okay, uh, and then you know we went to uh, sixty seven and and Sanders' associates uh, led by Ralph Bear Bear B A E R Bear. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, he's considered the father of video games. Oh, uh, he made the brown box, which was the um, first like console. I think I love how uh, appealing that that yeah. name is. Brown box. Like, oh, we gotta have this really revolutionary thing. It's called the brown box. Yeah, uh, and. Then, you know, shortly after that, um, the Odyssey company made the first uh, home video game console um, in the 1972. Uh, And that was a self-contained, contained contained 28 games on it. Wow, that's actually a decent amount. And that's what I thought. It is for the first home console to have like 28 different games. Yeah. was pretty good yeah now um so atari you know just for some some perspective atari came out three years later um and released pong what year uh, is this 
1975. Wow, I would have been way... Well, I guess not way off. I thought it was early 80s when that stuff was starting to come out. Yeah, so, so Pong came out in 75. They had the arcade version in 72. Okay. Um, so uh, Odyssey, obviously, since I don't, I had never heard of it before yep. I looked it up, uh, folded you know, before yeah. Atari came out. Okay. Um, wasn't uh, a market for it yet. Yeah, there was not a market for it. And, and, and actually, even in, um, you know, 1983, so right before you and I were, were born, um, there was a considered a video game crash because there was kind of this influx of video games and not the market for it. Hmm. Um, also read that the there was an infamous et game oh yes on atari which is apparently the worst video game ever created oh yes i highly recommend so i haven't played it um but i highly recommend uh you watching i believe there's a netflix uh show on it um okay. if you are into video games it's a really cool homage to like the old school games and yeah i don't know what details you have enough but essentially it was this game that just completely tanked so it's, it's overhyped and low quality yep. games yep. uh and since it was based on a movie it just was way overhyped yep. and uh there it, it was super complicated i think too mm. like how to, how to like the controls and all that um but apparently oh, was it was atari that made it mm-hmm. um so atari there's there's like a a myth uh and this was what part of the netflix series was about was that did like atari just destroy like all of the games that Mm. were out and um, so they went like they searched like these these they would they dug into it but then they searched um some like dumps from the local area and to see if there was you know they dug like I don't know how how many feet down just to go back to the seventies or, or early eighties. I forget when that came out, um, and uh, to just try to find it, and they found a couple, but not enough not a, enough conclusive evidence to to prove the myth right or wrong. So, hmm. but anyway, worth the li- if you're into video games, especially the history of them, it's yeah. a it's a really fascinating. Uh, it's a pretty short watch. Well, so uh, shortly after that crash though um nintendo came around Mm. so 1985 was when when nintendo uh began um and interesting fact about this did you know that nintendo started in 19 or excuse me 1889 no as a playing card company i mean i knew they were in the playing card business but i guess i never connected the dot you always, yeah, that's crazy. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Huh. So then, you know, a hundred years later, they're coming out with, you know, the Game Boy came out in, in 89. Um, you know, the, the shortly around that time, um, we kind of have our first major console war with NES and mm-hmm. Sega. And yep. so that kind of spurns the whole nintendo sega then Mm -hmm. it evolves into playstation and and microsoft and all that kind of stuff so i guess that that kind of brings us really with all this history stuff and and i think both of us being you know i was born in 86 you were born in 88 right in that 
Nope. Nope. <laughs> Higher, lower? Higher. 89? 90? 1990. What? Yeah. 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 Wow. You're a baby. <laughs> it's just a number, Brian. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was born right in that, that was pretty window. I was pretty close. I mean, yeah, but I was playing, you know, when I was five, Sega and, you sure. know, all yeah. of that stuff was yep. right. I mean, I remember going... Back in back in the day. Oh, back in the day. I remember going back in the day. I remember getting my first uh, uh, Nintendo as a Christmas gift, and how excited I was! Like the NES. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, as a Christmas gift. I don't remember exactly what year. Yeah. It. I don't think it was necessarily a like a gift. It was a gift for me, sure. But I think it was more of a gift for my dad. Oh, really? That's awesome. Like I, I remember playing it, mm-hmm. but I don't know that I was necessarily old enough to. So I don't have comprehend. kids, um, but I know a lot of people who do. One of which is my brother, um, who uh, he just purchased an Xbox. He's got four kids mm-hmm. I got you know got some of the games for the kids and all that other stuff but I know that as a parent he also was getting that for himself mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that because it's so awesome especially these days but I so I totally get it. if if your dad bought it and just was like oh it's for you Brian like and then you know yeah he's but, using but it. The, the crazy thing is like I remember vividly like playing this NES mm-hmm. on you know a crappy tv yep and loving it and it was like that was like my childhood like Uh nes yep on the floor of our shag carpet (laughs) because you couldn't sit far away from the tv not at all and you know playing super mario brothers or you know whatever it was and and you have duck hunt i did have duck hunt Hunt? yeah i guess most people did Mm -hmm. uh yeah yeah and and uh, the motorbike game. I don't remember what the name of it is. Well, there's uh, Paperboy. Uh, oh, we don't. I see no, what you're saying. Not Paperboy. Motorboy yeah, bike. the yeah, the one where you race. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and going to like the video rental place and being able to rent video games. Mm-hmm. It's like they were a little bit more expensive than movies. But mom, can I get a video game to <laughs> yeah. rent? Yep. So yeah, what, what was your first console? So, uh, so I actually I have an interesting, you know, well, not maybe not that interesting, but um, I have older siblings. So mm-hmm. all of my, well, my three older siblings are ten plus years older than me. So when I was born, there was an NES already, you know, that we owned, and um, you know, obviously didn't play it for a while, but um, but. My first system that I I truly remember like embracing um, was N sixty four, and you know we had Sega, we had the NES, and I would go back and play those with like my siblings, but um, but it was N sixty four was like my my first love, um, and I, I I when I first started playing video games. Um, I just was a sports guy. Like mm-hmm. Just, I mean, aside from the little fun games that, that Nintendo has, like Super Mario and like all the other stuff, um, and Mario Kart, and so Mario Kart was one, and, and Super Smash Brothers, 
were, were uh, Diddy Kong Racing. Do you ever play mm-hmm. that? Yeah. That was kind of almost like the knockoff of, of Mario Kart, yeah. but like still awesome. Yeah. Um, Diddy Kong Racing was awesome. Um, but uh, Madden was like my go-to. And I remember Madden 99 was like the prime like video gaming for me when I was nine years old and just like loving, loving life and video games. So I remember that Xbox and now, um, my, my parents were divorced. So, uh, at my dad's place, uh, I don't remember when we got it, but we had a super Nintendo there. Mm-hmm. So we would play the super Nintendo at my dad's place. And I was like, what we? we had, uh, we had Mario Kart there. Um, but we, I, we had, a, uh, I think it was super, super uh star wars which was like a really awesome game and then the lion king which was also a really awesome game um but yeah that was probably uh late late 90s um when that was happening and um i also remember my first uh getting into like handheld i had uh the original game boy which was like the bulky yeah gray gray yeah. no color yeah. Uh, Game Boys, and that was awesome. Loved. I had like a Daffy Duck game in that, or uh, Dartwing Duck, or I forget what it was. Yeah, I never. Interestingly, I never had a Game Boy ever. Yeah? Ever really? Mm-hmm. Do you play games on your phone? Uh, I do. Okay, but I don't know why I never had a Game Boy. Interesting. I mean, it did come out a little bit later because it would have been like late nineties, I think when the first one came out so i don't know but you played you've played during that time right yeah 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 so i so the kind of evolution of of my video gaming back in the day was uh nes Mm -hmm. then went to sega so i i actually skipped the super nes okay Uh, i went to sega and then went to n64 okay and then went to xbox okay and xbox 360 yeah so I actually, um, getting into like the newer consoles, um, I, I remember I really wanted, I had the, um, what was it? PlayStation two was right after N64 or, or still during it a little bit. Um, but PlayStation two was my next console and I remember having that. And that was, that was when I like fully immersed into like gaming. I really got into it. Um, I remember when my buddy first got it and I didn't have it yet. We went over to play Madden on his system, um, and he had he had the PS2. I was just coming from the um, N64, and I played it. And I was I still remember this moment, like, and I, I don't think I'll ever forget it. Like sitting next to him, and he turned on the game, and we were playing it. And I was just like, "What? Like the graphics are amazing! Like yeah. this is like real life! Like I was like freaking out." And, you know, you go back and look at right. it, and I, it's just like, oh, it's so bad. Yeah. But but at the time, it was just, it was awesome. It was, it was almost revolutionary. I think, I mean, part of that has to do with just when we saw TV, you know, we, we weren't in HD on TV. So mm-hmm. that's why the graphics were so amazing was yeah. because in comparison to what we were looking at on you know, watching Monday Night Football or watching yep. a TV show yeah. in SD, it really wasn't that it far really, off. Yeah, that's it. That's a great point because, yeah, the quality of, of TV was just not that great um, with with standard verse and the HD. evolution of that. Because yeah. you go from eight bit mm-hmm. and you know in in the eighties to 
a pretty decent quality when you get into the late 90s and early 2000s yeah that that evolution is so fast yeah that it's kind of amazing to kind of think back and and well i was even thinking back um i think it was maybe from 19 i watched a video yesterday um that was game of the year uh for the last i think it was either 20 years or since 1980 Mm -hmm. um so it would have been uh Almost yeah. 30. yeah, almost 30 years. And it started with, like, Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. And then you get to, like, this year was um, God of War. I don't know if you've heard of that one. It's on PS4. But Red Dead Redemption is a real yeah. big one right now. Um, but just, I mean, it's essentially it's 4K gaming. Right. Um, or pretty close to it. There's aspects of it that are. Um, and you came from 8-bit, like, just, like, little boxy things. Like, it's just, it's wild. And, and to see kind of the growth over time um and it doesn't there isn't like a year where there's you know maybe there's a little bit but there isn't really years where there's like breakthroughs that's like totally different in graphics but every year is slightly better slightly Mm -hmm. better slightly better until where you know you in the world we live in now i mean it's gonna be crazy because it's gonna be even better right you know five years from now i mean you look at you look at just also the evolution of you know technology Mm -hmm. back when you couldn't save oh, anything yeah. like games oh, were so hard yeah. when you couldn't save yeah. right i mean i i have the the nes classic now the mm-hmm. the little unit yep and you can save in that and so now it's so easy to beat the games <laughs> it, it, i don't think i'd ever gotten to certain levels on the old school version because yeah if i didn't have the time if i wasn't playing you know amazing and yep. saving all my lives and you know it was or if i got bored yep i was not getting to the end of the game yeah because you know i, I just didn't have the time i wasn't able to save yeah and and now you know you get the ability to save i remember connecting multiple xboxes together via oh, a landline. network yeah. yeah landline and and you know oh, playing bad. in multiple different rooms of we'd always have uh like team dinners for some of the sports that i play yeah and you know we'd have halo parties oh yeah and stuff like that and now you know you're talking playing on the internet and um you know all of this stuff that yeah. it's kind of a, a crazy evolution yeah. No, it really is. It's just there's so much depth and so much to it. Um that's just I mean, I I've uh there's been a couple games in my life, Madden being one of them, which is kind of a, a funny one because the graphics were really not that I mean, at the time they were great. Mm-hmm. Um when I it was when I was in college, I guess it would have been um 2012. No. I graduated then. Um, yeah, like 2010, I think, was uh, Skyrim. I don't know if you've heard mm-hmm. of that one, Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Um, and then this year with Red Dead Redemption, uh, all three of them, I have. there has been moments in the game where I just look around and I'm just like, wow, like this is like this is just amazing. Like, honestly, I mean, you, you play – I've played video games my whole life and to when, when a game comes out and you just look around you're like, that looks like it's a picture, like someone took a picture and this is real life. Mm-hmm. It's so, I mean, it's just, again, we said this, but like 
it's only going to get better and it's only going to get more realistic. I mean, you look at Oculus now, right? Um, you know, which is for those who don't know, it's it's the the immersive um, uh, like virtual reality. yeah virtual reality that uh, I mean. I can't only imagine with the graphics that are already being built for these games to like feel like you're in the game as a whole. I mean, people are going to, it's going to get, it's going to be ready player. one. Oh yeah, it is. It's it. I, I laughed when I watched ready. Well, I, I read the books and I, I loved ready player one. Um, but when you see like all of them playing in their rooms and whatnot, and it looks ridiculous, that's happening. That will happen. I guarantee it. So what's funny is like, you know, you go back, you know, kind of pulling it back to back in the day. Sure. But uh, was it Nintendo or somebody had a pad that was supposed to be like that? Well, they had the I think it was Nintendo that had the red there was like some red vision like viewfinder thing. Oh no, almost. I'm talking about the there was a pad that was a reactive pad. So like as you oh. like if you hit had a jump in the game, if you jumped on this pad, your player jumped. Well, it's kind of like D uh, D D no not D and D DDR DDR yeah yes, DDR, but this was like well before that. This was oh, like. Okay early 90s that's probably nintendo then that had that yeah and and just like it's crazy that some of these things that didn't necessarily catch on Mm -hmm. back you know in in the 80s and 90s are now being fine-tuned and the technology is coming back around i mean duck hunt right very basic shooter game but then nobody really did that like with an actual gun yeah and really, I mean, has anybody really come back around with an actual gun? That I mean, we you could argue we has yeah. it. Um, they did it with uh, their controller. Then you could get like a you know attachment to it that kind yeah. of does it. Um, but now it's just now now once you get into virtual reality, I've played some of these games, and again they're just they're just amazing. Where you, you put the the glasses or whatever on. And then you just hold the controller and then you look down at your hand and you're holding a gun yeah. or you're holding a staff or you're yeah. holding whatever. And it's just like, what? And then you move it. Around. It's just, it's wild. It, I, I feel like a kid in a candy store sometimes when I play some of these games and I know in some ways it's different, but I know what it was like, you know, for, for those who, when the first systems came out and you could like have an NES in your home or Atari in your home and, you know, you're like, wow, this is amazing. We're at a different level now, but it's. I still feel like that's there, and, and I hope that that continues. You know, over the next you know, fifty years. I, years. I keep I keep going to things that are back in the day, but <laughs> it's just so fun to talk about. It is. Did have you ever read about Duck Hunt and and uh, how it actually worked? I was actually when you brought that up, or when we were talking about it, I was thinking about it, and I remember reading somewhere about it. But maybe you know. Yeah. So the the CRTV, like the old school TV, mm-hmm. what it would actually do is is for a frame, it would go black, completely black and white, and the white would be the duck, and so mm. the gun was actually looking for that white, mm-hmm. and if if it was uh, stark enough white or whatever sure. it might be. Yeah. That's how you, it knew it was hit. Huh? Now, like with our uh, LCDs and LED TVs, 
if you were actually try to play that game, it yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. Because because it doesn't have that same reaction. Huh. I guess I haven't played Duck Hunt on a it doesn't real work. TV. It doesn't yeah. work. Huh. I can't I can't remember if you hit every time or if you miss every time, but it just doesn't work. Yeah. Interesting. So the technology behind that at that time, you know, is just yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. That's that's wild. I mean, maybe we're going to be talking about this in 20 years and saying, oh, my goodness, like the technology behind the Connect at that mm-hmm. time was an unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. I still think Connect's pretty cool oh, and stuff like that. We, we in general was, was pretty cool. When that yeah. came out and it was like, whoa, you can like move around. I, I still love, I mean, I haven't played it in years, but like the Wii Sports and just mm-hmm. like doing bowling and all yeah. that. That was great. Get, getting like your arm. I remember in college – We'd go over to our friends and, uh, you know, having fun and, and we'd be doing the bowling or whatever the sport was. Uh-huh. And then the next day it was like, oh, my goodness, my, my arm is so sore. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That was, that was no joke. No, no joke at all. Well, <laughs> should we do some friendship tests? Let's do it. Let's do it. So I think the the logical friendship test here between between Justin and myself is is what's our what's our console of choice? Yeah. What what's your preference? So uh, my preference, uh, and I'll I'll give a it'll be a little bit of back in the day, but I'll give you a, a reason why I chose it. So uh, I am an Xbox person. I have been uh, for the last probably ten years at least. Um, I've I have the Xbox One X right now, um, and uh, I really enjoy it. Now, uh, about 10 years ago, whenever I first got it, uh, for Christmas, I actually, I talked with my mom, and, like, we, like, I was like, I really wanted the, the a new system, new system, and I was, I did a little bit of research, as much as you could, you know, and maybe this was a little early in 2008, but anyway, did research into it, uh, and decided I wanted a PS4, because the games were better whatever Mm -hmm. um and so i ended up we actually got a ps4 and that was my christmas gift and i was super excited that i got it except the uh, ps4 didn't come with any games it just came with Mm spider-man as as the movie or blu-ray or whatever i was like well that's kind of dumb i was like i can't even play any games right now and then i find out like the next day um that like some of my buddies had xbox and none of them had ps4 so i said all right well I just don't want a PS4 then. So then we returned the PS4 and got an <laughs> Xbox. And then since then, and it was an Xbox One, but since then I've been an Xbox person. And all of, I, I yeah, pretty much all of my buddies all have Xbox. And it is, I love it because the communal aspect of it, sure, PS4 has it as well. But for me, it's the community that makes gaming fun. And um, having all my buddies that I can play online with just, you know, and being, you know, I'm out on the West Coast. They're all over the country. It, that's how we catch up. That's yeah. how we talk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I am Xbox through and through. Um, never, e- well, I've played PS4, but I've never really played a game that I've owned on PS4. Yeah. Even though I owned one. Yeah. So, so I, I'm, I mean, I guess we can, we can officially be friends. Oh, good. Uh, I'm an Xbox person as well. Okay. Uh, I went with the original back in. I guess that would have been early 2000s because mm-hmm. uh, the original Halo and playing that. Yeah. Uh, and then Xbox 360 had a couple of those through college. And then 
now the uh xbox one i don't have the one s or x or whatever yeah. the new one is now yeah um i just don't i don't necessarily play as much as many games as i once did yeah at least on a console basis yep. i do uh i i'm kind of a fifa guy now okay I like I like FIFA. I bought the new FIFA game. FIFA is one of those games to me where um, you. I mean, it helps if you know soccer or you know football, but um, it's one of those games where I could not play it for five years and then pick it up and play it and have fun. Yeah, um, and it's you know because you can be somebody. terrible at it. Yeah, and you can have fun. at Yeah, it. exactly. And, and I think that's that's the interesting thing about some games. It's like I don't even start to play them because like. It's not going to be fun if I'm dying every 30 sure. seconds and yeah. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. And yes, I can get better with it. But like with FIFA, I feel like even if I'm bad at it, mm-hmm. if I go and slide tackle somebody and I get a red card, that's kind of exciting. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it's the scenarios behind games. And, and like I was thinking about this actually the other day. One of my favorite Maddens, and I don't remember what year it was, was when I could design plays. Oh, okay. You could could actually go in and, and like, set up a formation however you wanted to set up the formation. Yeah. Like, I think it made you pick four or five offensive linemen or maybe – Yeah. But then you could set up however you wanted to. Yep. All the other players. Yep. And so you could – you know, set up a wishbone and yeah. whatever, you know, yep. set up some exotic look. Uh-huh. And that, you know, those kind of customizations, yeah. I I find fascinating. And, yeah. and like being able to make my own game out of it. Yeah. And see if it actually works and or if I like can't be an offensive coordinator in, yeah. in the National Football League. And I, for me, I was uh, from a sports perspective, I always loved um, the franchise mode. And, mm, and yeah. that that yeah. came later with Madden and uh, one of my I didn't mention this earlier but one of my favorite games was uh, King Griffey baseball. Oh, uh, yeah. and I just I I still did you cheat code? Did you always use Griffey? What do you mean? Did I always use Griffey? I mean Griffey was I, almost an automatic home run. Well, yeah, of course I was the Mariners, <laughs> <laughs> but and I also made some trades, so I had some good players on top of that. Um, that game, but actually, I mean, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but, you know, being from Philly, I was a Phillies fan. And uh, I actually grew to really love the Mariners yeah. uh, as my second favorite team. Uh, and it was because of Griffey. And yeah. I think Griffey did that to a lot of people. Think, but Because of the video game. Yeah, I think, I think a lot of it was. And I love that video game. And I played a full, I, I think I finished it. If not, I'm like really close. Maybe I'll get there eventually. Uh, but it's like a hundred and... 62 62. games um and uh and it's just it's awesome it's just such a great game yeah it's well it's it's one of those first games that you could save oh yeah yeah that's true right yeah you could you definitely could and and oh man i just got the song in my head like the weight (laughs) the weight room song (laughs) yeah i mean it was one of the first games that you could save so i think there's something to that right you should make the trades and and you could you could actually yep. pick up in yeah. game eighty two, right? Yep. Yeah. As opposed to having to sit down and leave your console on and yeah. not turn it off so that you could keep it going after dinner. Yeah. I I I literally just have all these audio bits running through yeah. my head of like home 
run. Yeah. Like, oh, it's it's a mess. Yeah, um, I can't I can't remember. It was like uh left, left, right, left, right, left, or something like that before Griffey uh if you were at bat with Griffey and you could automatically hit a home run. Oh, I did not know that. See, and that's the other thing. I never cheated like cheat that. Code, cheat codes prior to the internet? Yeah. I mean, Griffey baseball was kind of around when the internet was around, but yeah. uh, prior to the internet, and there's actual books of cheat codes? Uh-huh, yeah. Did you, ever, uh, did you ever know or use the Game Shark? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I did that on my PS, uh, PS2 days. I tried that once. I don't even know if I ended up really using it right or whatever, but... I don't, I don't know, but there's too much like going back in the day. There is. It's like this this topic topic could probably be like a four or five. I mean, we could probably make this our own podcast. We probably could. Which I mean, I don't know if anyone would listen to that one either. No, we're we're not that knowledgeable in it. We'd just be reminiscing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. (laughs) Hopefully, people want to listen to that. We'd be talking about specific games and whatever. Yeah. Anyways, but we digress. And yes. uh, one t- one other friendship that I want, Tessa I want to talk about is is you talked about community and the online mm-hmm. aspect of things. Yep, I'm somebody who ha- almost never plays online ever. Wow, that's yeah, that's that's polar opposite. Of yeah, I, oh, I, sorry, I won't say polar opposite. There are games like Red Dead Redemption. Now there is you know there is an online with Red Dead, which is a lot of fun, but Red Dead Redemption is a single-player game mm-hmm. that also has multiplayer. And so, you know, I, I will spend, I probably would say 80% of my playing is actually single-player. But I have Xbox Live, I have Gold Membership, and I love playing with my buddies. And and for the same reason I said, it's just, you know, that is how I keep in touch with them. And it is funny, my, my wife makes fun of me all the time because... You know, we're now all my my good buddies from from back the Philadelphia area went to high school and college with some of them, and well, even elementary school with a lot of them. But uh, but I'll I'll talk I'll play with them for like four hours online. We'll stay up till like two or three in the mo- my time sometimes, yeah. um, and it's just it's a blast. And then Alyssa, uh, my wife, will uh, be like, hey. Uh, like how how's this person? How's that person? How's this person? And like, oh, I don't know. I have, I have no idea. <laughs> but well, you just we, played with them for four hours. Like, yeah, but we, we don't, don't talk, talk about that yeah. stuff. We, we just we just play around talk, and mess around. You talk know? shit. Yeah, it's just fun. So I I lo- to this day I will always love Xbox for that reason, and especially being out, you know, moving away from home and being away from all of them. That is my. You know, I still feel like I could, I could, and this is, you know, based on like core relationships you build with your friends that, you know, you've known for your whole life, but I could walk into a room with 10 of them and we just immediately like go into inside jokes and whatever, because it just never stops. I wonder if that is because, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of different things of how we both grew up, but if that could be a potentially because of the difference the slight difference in age in terms of, you know, Xbox land parties. I don't remember that until my junior and senior year in high school. Oh, really? And so that wasn't, you know, going into college, that wasn't necessarily something that happened all the time, you know, Mm -hmm. and 
you know, we did it a little bit, but it wasn't like, oh yeah, we're going to go online game on our Xboxes yeah. in college. And so maybe even just that little bit, bit of gap that we have has, you know, shifted how people experience it. Yep. I don't it, know. It, it could be. Because, uh, yeah, my, my first LAN parties were in, like, 6th, 7th grade. Yeah. Like, 8th grade, I think. I mean, it went for a couple of years. But um, funny story, uh, which I just thought of and is probably a little embarrassing, but I'm, I'm going to embrace it. Um, so in college, Skyrim was one of those games that I really got into. And all my, all my buddies all loved Skyrim. It was just awesome. But it wasn't online. It was just single player. Um, but in college, we all played it. So a lot of times we would just go in our rooms by ourselves and just play the game and like not be social with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but one time we did a uh, what we called Skyrim and Mead party. And so we brought all of our TVs out into the living room and basically like a LAN party. Um, but we all set up TVs, put on, you know, listened to our own stuff. And then we all got a bottle of mead and we all drank mead. Uh, it was awesome. Wow. It was, it was a great time, but you know, the things you do in college. Yeah. I think, I think that's a good transition to our delusional thinking. <laughs> Let, let's jump into it. So this is one of our favorite parts of the, of the, uh, podcast. And wow, we are almost at an hour. <laughs> We talked a lot about video games, but but we have to give some time to this because I always enjoy these. We always enjoy these. Um, so typically, we always do a delusional thing where we really you know dig into something that just is out there and see kind of how we feel. So the one we had today uh, was you have a choice. So you can have multiple save points throughout your life, and you can restart that you can restart at or have this what we're calling the new game plus where after you die you start your life over with the knowledge and skills you've acquired so i'll give you a little bit of clarity how i kind of perceive this is that the multiple save points means you're doing one playthrough right like Mm -hmm. you're gonna die and that's it yep um whereas this other one allows you to almost be reincarnated or just play the game again yep um so with that in mind now, can I uh, ask a question? Always, always. So, with the multiple save points, how many multiple? How many save points are we talking? I think. I mean, I want to say unlimited, but just like a video game, you might choose. I don't. I I, I don't think there's unlimited save points. I think there's wouldn't wouldn't there be an unlimited starts to go back to that save point? Yeah, but I I think you could choose both. I think you could honestly have, you could go back as many times as you want to certain save points, but you could have as many save points as you want. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't. I mean, know. You can tweak it if you want. I, I think there needs to be All right, like a maybe number. a yearly, like every year you can. Okay. Yeah, let's do on that on your then. birthday or something like that. Yeah, sure. All right, you have one autosave. It's autosave now. Yeah. And it saves once a year on your birthday. And you can go back as many times as you want, but you can go back to that save point. And my next question is, are you, like you, in in the other option, you're acquiring all the skills and knowledge that you had from that first run through? Yes. Are, are you? No. 
you're it's like wiping you're wiped clean you don't know anything you your skills are you up to that point yep yep up to that point yep wow (laughs) wow well what do you think i think i'm going multiple save points okay the reason behind that is because even if you don't know even if you so if you're saving every year you had a bad year Mm -hmm. i'd rather go replay that year and even if i'm going to have the exact same year i have the, the possibility of still going back and restarting that year before and it could it could be the same year. It could be Groundhog's Day. Mm-hmm. But until I have a good year, I want to have a hundred good years or eighty good years. So here's here's an interesting thing that I didn't really think about, but and now I am. Is that if you go back and we say you you start at that, you say I'm going back to you know 2017, my birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go back and do that. You don't have any of the knowledge or skills that you learn. But what if you knew that, like, I don't know, like, there's a piece of you that says, like, oh, man, I have to, I've already done this before. Like, that, like, that, um, like, you've invested time of your life into this. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, I'm, like, backtracking right now as I look into your eyes. But essentially, like, you have invested a full year and you're mm-hmm. like, you know what? I need to redo that. But then you go back and you, you don't keep the same skills, but you're like, Oh crap. I just went through a full year of this and now I have to go through differently. Well, I guess you wouldn't, you wouldn't know. know that. I though. guess you wouldn't know. You'd kind of be wiped clean. Yeah. You'd, it's, uh, it's like, uh, men in black. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. It, it's completely different than an actual video game because like a video game, you would know sure. after that autosave point, like oh shit this is coming up i'm yeah i'm down three goals because you know something happened or i died because this tank came over and Mm -hmm. you wouldn't know that right yeah now you could have that same result exactly i mean it could be groundhog's day you could have although bill murray he knew he does yeah he knows well he He, started to pick up on it he didn't he was confused yeah but that being said like you can you may be miserable that year yeah and you may again be miserable that year <laughs> but you still have the opportunity to i think it's it's an interesting concept thinking of it that way because you could very well repeat the same exact, same exact thing. thing and i'm okay with that because here's the thing on the other hand so let's talk about the other option okay so you gain all the skills and knowledge that you had from that previous life. Yep. Well, okay. If you're that knowledgeable as a one-year-old and have that many skills, yep. your body can't function, though. And you're probably not very happy that you have all these skills <laughs> and, and knowledge and you can't use it. You may be – I mean, I'm guessing you probably can talk because you've developed that. So maybe you gain this yeah. reputation as this genius baby. Sure. But you're still a baby and like – I mean, maybe you can walk. So here – this is actually really funny because I I was going to, uh, for the first time ever, agree with you and probably go the multiple save points because I think there's a lot of value to that. But I think – 
playing through your life and gaining all of these all these bits of knowledge and retaining. I mean, I can't even live my my current life and retain the knowledge that I learned. But to be able to re- retain that after you after you die. But but you you're not retaining more knowledge than you already have. Like no 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 no. It's whatever I've learned. Sure. Yeah. But then you start as a baby, and and you are a smart baby. Right. So you can actively think. And sure, I'm frustrated. I can't move my body around the way I need to. Or whatever. I mean, really though, if you have that knowledge though and skills, you could. I'm guessing that you actually you could. could. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It would take a lot longer because, yeah. like, if a baby wants to walk, yep, a hundred yards, I'm gonna do it faster than the little kid who has. True, but I do retain my skills. So if my speed rating was a seventy-three, <laughs> then I'm just a really fast baby. Uh, no, like I, I think you'd be really smart. And yes, I think there'd be complications when you're younger. But I think as soon as you get, you know, um, actually, I think even your younger years might be the best years because you are thinking like an adult. You're acting like an adult. You're treated probably like a kid, and that's a little frustrating, but you might grow respect. I think you could probably go the – you could – sometimes when I think about these things, I think about how you can, like, make money off of them. Mm -hmm. And I think that route – because you're wiped clean on your route. Like, you don't know. You're you're just living a normal life that might happen to – change a little bit now there's some value to that but with mine it's like hey i'm starting over and i have all this knowledge and i'm probably going to be famous because you're probably going to be famous for sure yeah yeah Uh, there's no doubt you're going to be famous yeah i i mean i i can see the pros to it Mm -hmm. but you're going to die twice basically in theory i'm just going to keep resetting that last year if i want to if I want to keep never grow up, you just live. I mean, I guess if you have a great year, you can be like, ah, I'm, you know, I probably will do it again. Or, but, but I think the the weird thing is, and we we put this stipulation in, but if we wanted to say that you could know, like what happened in that year. Oh yeah, easy. Then, That's easy. Yeah, I, I agree, and I think then you can be like, oh well, I'm going to choose. I'm going like to I'm, now. I'm going to have all the knowledge basically that I gained. Not necessarily knowledge, but if I know, yeah, yeah, you're going to, yeah. If and it's I, like a movie, like I don't even remember what movie that was that the lady knew what the accident that happened and yeah. But yeah. anyways, like. That's easy decision. I, I don't think. That's... Well, I think with that, if we we're not going that route, but if we did, I think that one would be more. It would handicap you in some ways, right? Like you would know that. Oh, if I do this, I'm going to do this. So that every decision you make is that. I think in a lot of ways, it, it's like, oh well, let me try this path, and then you go down some miserable paths, right? Because you're just. You know, that's what you do in video games. You try, oh, like, you know, we were just doing uh, Bandersnatch yesterday, yeah. and Alyssa was choosing some very interesting choices I would have never thought she would choose. Uh, but, you know, she would, uh, I'd be like, oh, well, okay, and then we'll go that route. And then it's like, whoa, we went down a dark path here. Right. And I think you would do that more, knowing that, you know, you have but, you, but you're, you're kind of coming in, you're living a normal life. And then you make a decision at the end of every year if you want to live that normal life again. Mm-hmm. And whereas I'm living a normal life and then an extraordinary life. So I, I think in this scenario, I think I have a better option. I 
agree to disagree with you. Fair, fair, as per usual. I was actually ready to agree with you today too, Brian. Like I just, I was like, no, it makes sense to do that. But as you talked about it, I was like, no, <laughs> I I'm going. To you yeah, somehow right. you talked me into the other option. Okay, well, and we weren't even talking about the other option until I said, well, look at the I'm, the cons to this other option. No, somehow that's what drove me to it. But it's it's uh, well, this is oh, not no. surprisingly. Oh, geez. Our longest episode. I was supposed to be home by now, Brian, and uh, here we are. We went we went overload. Okay. Overboard. Well, I, I guess that, that's it. That, that Well, yeah. I mean, we don't have to cut it off abruptly, but just, you know, this was, a, this was an engaging topic. It was. You know, there's lots of – we've had some fun topics that we've discussed. This one – and we just touched the surface. So right. maybe if this continues – you know, uh, you know, into the future, we could always bring back video game segment two or yeah. something to, yeah. to, to Maybe do like, a deeper dive. Yeah, episode fifty-five. Yeah, fifty-five sounds like the perfect time <laughs> to bring fifty-five. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So if uh, if you guys want to follow us along, um, we are at Quest for One Hundred Podcast on Facebook uh, and on Twitter. I don't recommend following us yet, but if you want to, <laughs> if you want to get an early start to it, it's uh, at the Quest for One Hundred, um, and uh, yeah, we're, we'll be posting some of these delusional questions and, and the podcast. Brian's been killing it with with the editing of all this stuff and then posting it. So um, you know, we'll, we'll get some of those questions on there too. Now that we'll we'll start getting the word out. Yeah, it's we're, it's time. It's time. We're getting the time. word out. Yeah. So yeah. Thanks, thanks for joining us on episode six yeah. of Quest for 100. See ya.